Broadcasting from the Young Ideas Studios at Guest and Gray, this is KFNY, True Texas Radio. T-minus 10 seconds. It's time to go racing in the Dirt Talk Nation on KFNY, True Texas Radio. Oh, yeah, we are back here in the Dirt Talk Nation, episode nine on his way into studio here in just a minute. It's going to be Wes... Goodwin, our flagman and mysterious past man. He talks about how awesome at racing he's been. But right now in studio with me, promoter, owner, Devil's Bowl Speedway. Give Wes Goodwin. Racing. Racing, yeah. he's uh, He told me he's got all kinds of stories to tell about racing. We'll talk about that. I told him uh, when he decided to come on the show, hey, we'll talk about flagging. But what are we going to talk about the next 55 minutes? Right. But then well, we, flagging's flagging's pretty hard job. I did it. I did it for eighteen years. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, and uh, of course, coming up in the seven o'clock hour, driver of the number twelve modified, Mister K's appliance modified, Johnny Philpot Jr. will be live in studio. He's come a long way. He's uh, it's 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 going to be a good night. Uh, speaking of good nights, man, this last weekend we had, uh, of course. The Shri- Hella, Hella Shrine Classic. Yeah, Tom's uh, Modified uh, Series was there. And uh, the, the really cool part about it was, I'll tell you what, the, the Skydivers, that was really cool. That was real cool. That was really cool, not going <laughs> to lie. It was really cool. Uh, Friday night, uh, Brittany Stout sang the National. Well, she sang the National for both nights. And the first night, she actually did it in the uh, in the press box at RPM. And when she was done, I was like, yeah, we're going to do that from the front straight away at Devil's Bowl because that was really loud. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it in the infield. But a lot of, uh, the cool thing was a lot of bicycles got given away. A lot of kids took yep. home brand new yep. bikes. It's all about the kids last week. It is. It is all about the kids. And it was really cool. All the Shriners were there. They were dressed as clowns. And I get four bicycles, but I don't know who got what. So. They, uh, I'll tell you what, there was this little girl. She was sitting there with her dad, and they were in the reserve section, and they won. And she jumped up and down. like I mean, like she was the most excited kid out there. And she jumped up and down just grabbing her dad's head and going, Come on, let's go. i got to get one bike I want. You know, and, but it's cool to see the kids get happy and get excited about uh, you know, getting a new bicycle and, and giving it away. Right, and right. and uh, everything we raised last week is for Shriners Hospitals. And uh, you know, one of the things they like to say is that the only department they don't have is a building department. Uh, that's true. That's true. It's all free, and they do a lot of good work. They do a lot of good work. Uh, one of our racing uh, family, Harley White, uh, they helped her out, you know, when she got burned. So, yeah, they it, they do all the good in the world, man. They do, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be associated with those guys and excited that they uh, they come out and do that every year. And we we'll finally be- decided to show up. Yeah, there's there's Wes. I'm, we may need a bigger chair. Wes is a large human being, in case nobody knows. Like, seriously, when Wes is on the flag stand, if you can't see him up there, 
You probably need to get out of the race car. <laughs> I was just saying, you probably need to get yeah, out of the race car because you can't see. And he's always wearing like a bright shirt, like a neon glow-in-the-dark shirt. Hold on, I'm going to set him up real quick. I'll just turn. Push the monitor in the front, the button right in the middle of that monitor right there. It'll come on. Should already be up. And now we can welcome in Wes Goodwin. Mike West. How y'all doing? Well, Wes, uh, how long have you been flagging at the Devil's Bowl anyway? Oh, man. Trick question already. Honestly, man, it's probably been, I don't know, going on. Eight, ten? Oh, uh, it's longer than that. Well, was, I have to call Tony see yeah. when he quit. Yeah, whenever <laughs> Tony quit, I started. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. And everybody's on you. And you hear all the razzmatazz from the background. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And they were talking the other night about uh judgment call. And I said, if it's a judgment call, the track's never going to be right with everybody. You no. You know what I mean? No. No. You know, I would say a uh, majority of the time, they, they're not going to like what we, we decide one way or the other. And... It's one of them deals. You got to make that call in about in that split second. It's yeah. Kind, it's kind of like umpiring a baseball before replay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's the call you make. I mean, that's. And unfortunately, we don't have the replay, you know, so we can't go back and and look, you know, to try to make that call or whatever. And I know it's tough tough for you to make a call because you. Back in the day, when Daddy was still with us, you'd make a call, and he'd say, oh, no, 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 that's wrong, that's wrong. Well, it may be wrong, and you don't mind this. It may be wrong, but that's the call that's made, and, and that's how it's done. Now, did anybody else see it? And that's what we try to do is, did anybody else see what happened? So Will's over yeah. here messing with everything he's got. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure all the headphones are working. That's good because mine aren't, so that's all good. Uh, first question just came in uh, for <laughs> it says no name, please. <laughs> when do you get a black when when do you get a black flag for rough driving, and when do you go to the back of the field for rough driving? Is that for me? Or well, that's yeah, for you, man. You're the flagman. I'm I'm sitting here. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, there you go. You know. Uh, Unfortunately, we I can't see everything on that racetrack. Everybody thinks that, you know, I have the best view in the house. So, and I do have a pretty good view. But, unfortunately, I don't get to watch just the, the race and the leaders. And I have to watch the leaders keep up with the laps and, you know, make sure everybody else is okay, too. But And make sure that uh, the cars are all in line for the next race. Yeah. It, there's a lot to it. But, you know, if I, I deliberately see, you know, if I'm looking in, in that direction and actually see someone you know drive too hard and take somebody out then yeah i'm gonna black flag them and you know it's, it's gonna be upset uh I'm, I'm assuming they're they're asking about the situation that happened last week uh you know nobody officially saw you know uh the 1b take out the 23 supposedly you know and so nobody could confirm 
that's exactly what it was. So that's why he went to the back for that. Okay. You know. Well, he could he could have been pulled off the track. I'm the one that sent him to the back, and and uh, I made that call, and it was because nobody seen it. We didn't know if it was intentional, but what was it? First, second, third lap. Yeah, it was, it was the third lap of the Come race. Come on, guys. Yeah. We don't need to be racing that hard. And Brian probably didn't mean to, but it kind of looked bad. Speaking <laughs> oh, on yeah. that, did y'all see the funny funny picture that Neighbors shared yeah. out on Facebook? He basically took took the uh, – he's got the uh, die-cast models. One's the 23 car and one's the B1 car. And he basically just reenacted the B1 spinning them out. And I was like, that's funny. I yeah. don't care who you are. That's funny. That's funny stuff. And Brian's I like, didn't I, see that. Brian felt horrible about it. Uh, you know, Stephen Stephen had the car that could win, and he was out there just running hard, and then got you know spun out. But uh, I was glad to see Roland win because that was an extra five hundred bones in the pocket of the Shriners. Yeah, uh, and then he blew his motor rise across the finish line. Nah, I'll have another one this week. Oh yeah, he will. He just I'm just saying, I just think it was he's like yeah, it's, they had to push it onto the front straight, straight away. away. <laughs> yeah, and the fifty uh, fifty ticket winner. Gave an extra hundred dollars to. Yeah, that's good. Always so, cool. So that was uh, neat. Lance Plant and the Baby Oil Express says you got any extra tater tots? By the way, Wes does an awesome job. Keep up the good word. Work. Well, he he does do a good job. He keeps my. Here's another thing that he does. Everybody saying who runs the show keeps the show rolling. Wes really between Wes and the board in the pits, they're the ones that keep the show going. Uh, and at times their scores are going, hey, 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 you got to slow down, man. We got to, we don't have time to score the last race. And they're, and they're already pulling another one out, lining up, hey, we're going green, lights out. And so, yeah, there's more than just waving a flag. But, yeah, like you say, the best part of it for myself and a lot of the fans at the Devil's Bowl, they know what time we start and they they can almost set their watch what time we're going to leave yeah that's that's true and i have a question because this is something that's come up on multiple times and uh race receivers they is that something we verify before the races start that everybody has a working receiver no it's it's (laughs) i mean it's i know it's because well i'll tell you what i hear them boy they they're chirping and going look you need to have a radio in your ear before it's you mandatory get back on track. it's All mandatory right. and it's up to the to the racer to keep it working make sure it's working if you're not sure it's working you better get a radio check and so yeah it is mandatory well, everybody have a receiver okay well i'm gonna touch on that and i'm probably gonna make a few people upset but i wear one along with the headset for the track and you know every week every friday night every saturday night i try to put a new battery in whether whether it works or not i don't know half the time you know may have a bad battery or whatever but a lot of times these guys have them in and they don't they don't have them plugged in or they don't have the battery in them or something because i know that we'll be like so and then we'll have to i got you know our, our you know track official will have to come out and just start pointing to tell people where to go because they can't hear anything because the girls do a great job of breaking it down going all right yeah this 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 and they they lay the lineup out and it's almost immediate after a caution they know what's up where everybody goes and then people aren't listening or 
the the hardhead the hardheads who think that they belong four spots ahead of where they belong, and they did they'll just get up there, not get out of the way, and run next to them and get mad when they get told to go. You wonder if he might have another receiver in his ear from his pit guy or his wife telling him where they think he should be. So it's always it's always a fun time uh, at the track, and of course we got uh, at RPM three weeks remain before we crown champions and it's it's tight race at the top of the at the at the top of uh almost all of these uh classes uh but you know, ultimately it's going to come down to who the most steady driver is the last three weeks and who's going to come out and, uh somebody says sometimes our earplugs fall out okay i can i can get behind tape, that tape tape them to your tape ears. Them to gears. duct tape yep duct tape yep. works too that's what they do they do that really? Duct tape? Yeah, they do. NASCAR, they no, Martin does it. Oh, does he? Yeah. He can take yeah. his in. That's, that's crazy. I don't have to take oh. it in. I got a headset over it. So. <laughs> and it's custom molded. But anyway. Yeah. The, yeah, don't. even them custom molded ones will come out, though. You get swinging that head around what? in a race car. Yeah. You yeah. might want to put a piece of duct tape on it. All right, y'all. We got our flagman, Wes Goodwin. We'll talk more about his mysterious past before he became a flagman. Of course, Lenny Ross Edwards here in studio. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, it's Johnny Philpod Jr. We'll be back with more here in the Dirt Talk Nation on KFNY, True Texas Radio. <laughs> service embroidery and silk screening business. We offer embroidered silk screen scrubs, golf shirts, work shirts, restaurant uniforms, reflective safety gear, caps, jackets, hoodies, and so much more for virtually any business school or team. Find them on Facebook or online at ForneyEmbroidery.com or just give Crazy Dave a call at 972-636-8379 and let him create you a company logo or work on getting your existing logo applied to garments and promotional products that promote and advertise your business and services offered. That's 972-636-8379. Forney Embroidery is a proud sponsor of TrueTexasRadio.com. Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. At Forney Family Dentistry and Orthodontics, we want to give you a smile with style at an affordable price. Get braces for as low as $88 a month. Join our family of racketeers today. We make it fun with exclusive events just for you. For added convenience, you can have your teeth cleaned at your ortho appointment. Give the gift of a beautiful smile for as low as $88 a month. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. 
To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Oh, yeah, back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. Following segment brought to you by Smiley's Racing Products and Hoosier Tire Southwest since 1968. Smiley's Racing Products and Hoosier Tire Southwest has been serving the Dallas Fort Worth racing community. From race parts to tires, Smiley's is ready to help you get to the checkered flag first. We provide track tested parts and advice at all five of our store locations, including Kennedale. The Woodlands, Sherman, Oklahoma City, and our main showroom in Mesquite. If you don't live close to one of our stores, you can order online 24 hours a day at smileysracing.com or give us a call toll-free at 866-959-7223. Smiley's Racing Products, where we look forward to servicing your race car needs. We are here in the nation with Wes Goodwin, our official flagman at both the tracks. Uh, Devil's Bowl and RPM, of course, Lanny Edwards live in studio with us as he is each and every week. Now, before you became a flagman, as I hear it, you used to race a lot. Well, I, I, I raced what I could, what I could afford. Uh, I, I ran a, a bomber back in the day in North Texas Motor Speedway. Um, I raced Thunderbird and Crandall, uh, Super Bowl, and then I, I moved up to a... Uh, street stock factory stock what we call them now and uh run all the little quarter miles and then i went to the devil's bowl and i didn't have the motor there but i come out of turn two went down the back straightaway and i thought i missed turn three because it's so long right you know i i was just floored how big that track was when i raced there you know and and i wasn't fast there i don't claim to be um i think mile Back when they had the, uh, on the internet, on the website, we used to have, you know, the old, um, you go back years past. Right. Well, in 99, I finished 35 in points. 35th. I think there was only 30 cars there. <laughs> but, I, but I was there, though, you know what I mean? Right. But, no, my family, I mean, I grew up around, around racing, dirt track racing all my life. My my father was in it my uncle was in it my cousin you know and some of the some of the signs that uh are out the devil's bowl my uncle lettered those signs leonard goodwin legs lettering and i know leonard ross yeah he remembers all all them days he lettered a bunch of guys cars oh yeah back before all these raps and right, everything right, right. kind of telling my age a little bit but raps are raps are fancy man and, and then your uh your cousin Jimmy. Yeah, Goodwin. Jimmy Goodwin. He was quite the racer. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's just uh He won two championships in, uh, in one year at my track. Yeah, yep. And I used to help him, and then, you know, I helped Brian Harville. He used to drive a sprint car out there. Um, but, you know, as far as my racing, you know, it was out of my back pocket, and 
it was tough. It, it gets tough that way, and I know a lot of guys. They uh, yeah, they they got sponsors, and you know, even you know, back in the day, I, I always thought that you know, dirt track racing. It's these guys that are homegrown, trying to build up to do something different, and then they get sponsors. Then, but man, a lot of these guys have sponsors right now. You know, racing oh, yeah. from factory stock to to the modifieds, and uh, it's really cool to see that you got you know businesses and communities that come together to help. Uh, you know, guys get on the track and race, and, and of course that gives us something to do on Friday and Saturday nights exactly. because yeah, I get to talk about racing, you get to flag racing, and LR gets to yell at people are, that are racing. So you know, we all have our. our... I don't yell at people. Uh, well, uh, I'm not gonna comment uh, on that. <laughs> so I holler at somebody. Oh, what's the? Okay, look. Maybe I don't like, understand. Hey, what's... hey, get your car off the track. Quit standing on the track arguing or trying to figure out why you crashed or what you tore up when you crashed. Get your car off track because we've got other people All right. to race. I have a, a rules question or situation. We had this situation this last Saturday night at the Devil's Bowl. Uh, guy got uh, basically three-quarters of his rear bumper. Uh, I want to say, was that Michael Smith's car? Whose car was that? In the factory Tommy stuff. McKinley. Tommy McKinley's Tommy, car. Yeah. He got three quarters of the bumper hanging off. And uh, LR comes across the radio. You better get that off my track right now. And then uh, ultimately we got another caution when he did get it. Uh, I don't know if he did get it ripped off or not. Uh, I'm actually, pretty sure we did. Actually, he went in and he they was They tore done. it off, yeah. Yeah, just went, yeah. yeah. But, okay, at which point, because I know that uh, we had a, a, a race just a couple of weeks ago at RPM, uh, Mike Marsock. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. He drives the white. It's a. Uh, I'll have to think of the number. But his got. 45. Yeah, yeah, and he got his oh, three quarters of the way torn off, and he. I mean, he just was out there. He was in the lead, the whole race, uh, but he raced with his, and we never. So when do you make that judgment call? How far does it have to be hanging off to, before we say, you know what, let's go ahead and uh, get that taken off or send him to the pits. You want me to comment or go ahead? Well, I'll, go co- ahead. I'll comment like this, and then, then La- Lanny can yeah. comment. There we go. That's uh, one thing. You're, you're talking about two different racetracks, even though it's the same owners. I was say but that. it's two different racetracks. Uh, Martin runs his racetrack one way. Lanny Edwards run, runs his racetrack a di- another way. You know, it's not. I'm not saying different or in a bad way or whatever right i'm just saying that you know the same rules don't apply to both racetracks right you know yeah i mean and and here's the deal at rpm you're doing how fast 50 60 right a devil's boat how fast 100 i mean if that thing flies off those well i'm not sure what it's going to do so uh i don't let I try not to let anybody run with stuff hanging out like that that might get into another racer, might get in the grandstands, it'd fall off, come up into another racer's windshield. There's all kinds of stuff. So if it's hanging off your car, you're probably going to get black flagged if I see it because I'm going to call him and tell him to black flag you. But at the Devil's Bowl, I do carry a race receiver also. Right. So I can tell him myself to get off but i usually don't do that i usually tell stacy or dell is texting in he says how were the feature lineup set is it based on how they finished in the heat and i and i, I know that there's a Del, draw and a redraw Del, it depends and things on like who you are <laughs> <laughs> well i can tell you one thing 
I don't line them up. No, no. And uh, it depends on what class. The uh, sprint cars run on a point average system, and everybody else runs on the USRA system. All right, so, okay, in passing points and everything, and heat races go towards how we line up. Because I don't know how passing points affect the overall... I mean, th those points, are those points just a, for the heats? How does that work when you're that doing That just lineups? gets you back into the redraw. Okay. So whoever has, like, and the eight, ever, it's the top ever, eight, right? Yeah, top eight. And the uh, highest in passing points from top nine would be nine. Then they line up behind eight. All right. Well, that answers that question. Sprint cars, it's on a point average. And sprint cars, man, I... Man, I tell you what, uh, it's it's fun to watch them because it's it, it depends on what night it is. But I'm telling you right now, some nights it's like you just watch like Dalton Stevens a couple weeks ago. He just ran away, and, and not only did he hide, he hid uh, three quarters of a track ahead of everybody else. I mean, that yeah. kid when he's on, it's like man, it's hard to run him down. But then you get Tucker Dowdy out there running. Martin, man, Martin is always at the front, always at the front. He drives the crap out of that his sprint car, and I mean, there are guys that every week can win. And it's oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I love watching sprint cars run. Uh, let me tell you, Ask West about a uh, twenty or twenty-four outlaw cars <laughs> get strung out. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Try to watch all that going on. Yeah, well, look, flag. I will know this. When I first started doing this, the very beginning of the season, this is what Nick McCullough told me. He said, "Will, try to keep up with the top five cars. After that, don't sweat it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, well, I, I got a uh, offer for you. Okay. Why don't Why don't you come flag? No. One night. Uh -uh. <laughs> no, no, no. And just experience what I have to experience. Because here's what I tell them. You know, you know, I'm always in the infield after the race is over. So if there's a problem, I'm there. Whether I'm right, wrong, or indifferent, whatever, we'll talk about it. We may not agree. We may agree to disagree that right. night. But whatever. But I've offered people to come in that flag stand. And I've had several of them do it. One of them was Rick Murray and uh, Steve Neighbors. Both of them been up there. Uh, now, they may tell you, you know, behind the scenes, you know, oh, it's not, not that big a deal. But honestly, they said, you know what? We didn't realize how bad it did look up here. Right. Because, you know, if I'm looking at one and two, I'm not looking at three and four. Right. Even though there's cars down there, and or it, vice versa. And for me as an announcer, though, it's the same thing. It's like I'm trying to watch the front of the pack, but also trying to give people the updates of where stuff is going on on the track for other place races, you know? Right. And it's it, it can be, especially when, oh, look, we got 25 sprint cars on the track, and they haven't had a caution in about eight laps. Well, man, I'm telling you right now, you, there's cars in every portion of the track, and you have to pay attention to what the lap cars are. You have to pay attention, you know, pay attention to who the front drivers are, who's been lapped, who's been. I mean, it's a lot to keep up with, and it's a lot. And I'm just trying to talk. That's all I'm trying to do is talk about it, and and let people know and what's going on and who's leading and whatnot. But uh, what you do up there is is uh, we give you a hard time about it. The, you know, oh, yeah. we have the clowns that are up there, and they're just like, hey, look, I any clown perfect. can do it. That was funny though. But but it's fun. And that's what it's supposed to be. Right. You know, I'll tell you a story on the way over here. You know, I have a real job. Okay. What? We have real jobs? I know, unfortunately. But uh, I stopped at Red Wing Shoes at 30 and Beltline and picked up my boots. Okay. Walk in. The guy that owns the place, he sees my shirt. 
you know, wearing a Devil's Bow shirt. And he goes, hey, nice shirt. I like that place. And I said, yeah, I'm the flagman there. Really? He said, I was just there. You know, after y'all had like three rainouts, I showed up for the fireworks and everything. And he goes, that was you, wasn't it? He said, boy, them announcers, they, get, they <laughs> give you heck, don't they? And I'm like, well, that's part of it. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is, you know, here's somebody that doesn't go to the races very often. Right. Goes to the races, you know, and just so happened, you know, we got to talking about it because of my shirt. Right. And then, then he mentions how the announcers go back and forth with me. On you, you right. know? Picking yeah. on you. Yeah. Yeah, but poor I, little Wes like getting picking it up. It's fun. And uh we got we got the Texas. Sometimes Wes, he may be you defending do. you too, you know, you never know that. Do yeah, I? we do that too. So, he might we, be defending we defend you, you sometimes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I may screw up when that, I do I I admit it. And there's a guy who sits right right there, I think probably second or third from the top, uh old German bald head. He loves it. He loves when we give you the business on the microphone. He exits on a lot. No, no. I'm, I I'm he's, surprised he didn't say junior in that crew. You know hey, I, mean? I want to <laughs> say he sits right in front of Dalton Stevens' grand, uh, granddad because Dalton Stevens' granddad sits at the very back of the uh, reserve section, right right behind oh, you. And he sits yeah. like second or third. He's the ball guy, and he's that, always – That's Jag. That's a buddy of mine. Oh, he loves for us to give you the bit. He's like always giving us a thumbs oh, yeah. up, and he loves it. Him, him and Kenny, they're always there. <laughs> it says, can you get Wes to explain what – What's a ghost con? What a ghost caution is? Huh? I don't know what a ghost caution uh, caution is. Is a random caution we just throw? Well, a caution you know, from- some people no. Now some tracks we don't do it in none of my tracks, but some tracks do run with the yellow light on, or was yeah. it green, green or red? Was it, it was, green or red? It, it was red what and yellow. Well, was it red and yellow? Red and yellow, and they and they still race, but there was somebody down on the bottom of the track. Oh, it was either green and yellow. Yeah, it was green and yellow for that. Yeah, yeah, and somebody no. was on the bottom of the track. I never did that in my track. It's either green or it's yellow. Yeah, or sometimes in, we're either in, in the some gas cases or we're, we're out of the gas. Man, or in some is. cases, we're just uh, completely stopped. We'll talk about that coming up next because she we needs had to explain that ghost caution. Uh, we yeah, we whatever that is. But we're gonna we're gonna take a break and we come back. We're gonna talk a little bit about. As a matter of fact, a couple times we had to go to Redless last week, but uh, man, we had a, a situation. If you weren't there, where one car got ran completely over the top. Uh, by another car in the middle of a race. That's how bad that was. Yeah. I seen the, uh, <laughs> Takes the on the video online. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to the Dirt Talk Nation on Kevin Y. True Texas Radio. Some pains really do require a house call, like the pains of glass in your home. Call Glass Doctor. If your insulated windows look foggy, temperature changes have affected the seal, allowing moisture in. We needn't replace the entire window, just the insulated glass. Glass Doctor has the prescription for all types of glass, from patio doors to mirrored walls, storefronts, and safety glass. We're here when you need us with 24-hour emergency service. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your pains. Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. Hi, I'm Dr. Melina Cosby. Do you miss eating foods you love? 
Are your dentures loose? Tired of yucky paste and glue? At Forney Family Dentistry, we offer implant retained dentures for a confident smile that fits your lifestyle. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. At Forney Family Dentistry, we make your whole family smile. Since 1968, Smiley's Racing Products and Hoosier Tire Southwest have been serving the Dallas-Fort Worth racing community. From race parts to tires, Smiley's is ready to help you get to the checkered flag first. We provide track-tested parts and advice at all five of our store locations, including Kennedale, The Woodlands, Sherman, Oklahoma City, and our main showroom in Mesquite, Texas. If you don't live close to one of our stores, you can order online 24 hours a day at Smiley'sRacing.com or give us a call toll-free at 866-959-7223. Smiley's Racing Products, where we look forward to servicing your race car needs. Oh, yeah, back here in the Dirt Talk Nation, this segment brought to you by RPM Speedway in Crandall, Texas. Come out tomorrow night for our weekly points championship racing. Only three weeks left in the season. Who's going to come out on top as track champion? Oh, well, you have to be there to find out in person. Gates open at 6 o'clock. Green flag drops at 8.30. Tickets are $12 for adults. Seniors and kids, 13 to 15, are just $10. Kids 12 and under are free. It's going to be a great night of racing action, so don't miss it. More information online at RPM Dirt. Com. Now, last Saturday night, if you weren't there uh, during the limited modified, I want to say that was a heat race. Um, yeah, it yeah. was. The yeah. number four car, uh, Wally Beatty, he tried to check out. Uh, well, he tried to take the outside line. Well, uh, Rick Murray started to spin out in front of it. Or well, in front of the car in front of him, and then Wally went up, and then uh, the car in front of him went up with him, and Wally spun out, and Tim Henderson and the one. Is it 121H or the 123H? I know it's got an H on there. Anyway, Tim Henderson came. He was coming in uh, from the rear, and, man, he rolled right over the top of Wally Beatty. I didn't think it was that bad when it happened. And I got on the tractor and went down there, whatever. But then I seen it on video, and I'm like, holy shit, man. Yeah, yeah. It was. Run, uh, well, he just they just caught nose nose. He just climbed the car, drove and, over him. And uh, Brandon Leopolis, the funny part was him is obviously he, he works with Wally and they pit together and Brandon takes off running. Well, they pit right in turn four. <laughs> so he's printed from turn four to turn one. I said, were you out of gas? He goes, dude, I was so out of gas. By the time uh, I got, he was like, by the time I got there and, uh, you know, thankfully Wally was all right. And, you know, they've been working on his car all week and chassis needed a lot of work after uh after that but uh he was glad that you know, we were all glad that the uh the roll cage held uh when henderson went over the top of him and so every everybody you know uh, look cars can be fixed you know people can't be replaced so we're glad that that all worked out they did it they did they did try to explain a caution without a, caution a reason without a reason well there's no caution without a reason yeah yeah, we, I, haven't, I haven't seen any phantom cautions yet. Well, you know, the problem is, and, and I don't know about this individual that's asking the question, but, you know, there could be a someone spun out, and we go yelling, and they crank up and take off, you know. Right. And, that, and, you know, this individual may not have saw that or whatever. But I've never, that I can recall, ever threw a yellow flag just 
for the heck of it. You know Just what I mean? Just to tighten the race well, up. Yeah. Because I've seen oh, that happen oh, on I, other tracks. Hey, I, I'll be honest with you. There's times I'd love to throw a yellow yeah, to, tighten to tighten it up. It up yeah. yeah, to see some more racing. I but, too. Yeah, right. But, you know, there could be, you know, a piece of pipe on the front straightaway or whatever. But, uh, you know, this ain't, this is not like a, a NASCAR thing. If we throw a caution, there's something out there. Well, and one of the things and is it's more than a cup, yeah, <laughs> right. or a water so, bottle, yeah. or or a, a tear off flinging, yeah, right, you know, right, shining right, in the right, breeze. Right. Um, one of the things that I've noticed is that there are guys who will, uh, oh look, I spun out and just sit in the middle of the track, and they'll sit there and sit there, sit there, sit there till the caution comes out, and then they move. It, 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 yep. All right, and that's well, it, and that's they get and that's one of those. Yeah, that, that, that's called a freebie, but. But, you know, you got to look on the other side of the fence, especially at the Devil's Bowl. If you're in a race car and you're, you're say, say you're running fifth, okay, and you spin out and we don't go yelling and you crank up, you're not going to catch the field. Right. And that's why they do it. And regardless of what they say, oh, it wouldn't crank or whatever. No, it's magic. That yellow uh, light comes it, on. In their car cranks Man, right it just cranks up and takes off. You know, and a lot of times they'll. And, oh, my officials uh, get mad about that. Oh yeah. Oh, well, dude. Yeah. I, I look. I'm up there right next to them, them and they will just, light them up I on the race receiver. They will light them I up. Say this, but <laughs> here just, we go. They're just playing the game, man. No, exactly, exactly. They're just and, playing the game. And I will tell you this, and and I told Lenny Ross this, you know. That's why well, they get well, one free. You got to let them well, play the game. I told him this story. And I'm not going to mention who it was, and, and if they're listening, they know. But this individual had a flat going down the front straightaway at the Devil's Bowl, goes into one and two, shakes the car. Now all his all his people are looking at him, so he goes down to turn three and four and stops. Well, what he's wanting is a caution. Well, I went a little too quick on the caution. As soon as that yellow light come on, he cranked up. Turned left right in right in there. His crew knew what was wrong. They had a tire ready. They put it on. He comes right back on that racetrack. Now, he got me. You okay? Right. Because I went yellow too quick for him. Right. But after the race was over, I went down there and we talked about it. And we laughed about it. And I said, you got me. I said, but you won't get me again. You know. Might destroy a car trying yeah. to play this game, dude. Well, well no, no, I'm not going to put him in, in jeopardy of getting hurt or anybody else, you know. Right. Well, he's really but, putting himself in jeopardy, really. But. Well, yeah. Yeah, they, they do that, but it's all about when I can throw that caution to make sure that you'll slow up enough that you don't hit that guy. Who makes the call to throw the black or the blue flag? And they didn't well, ask you to do this, but what is the difference between the black and the blue? I know what the black means. Well, uh, you're you got done. a blue flag? I don't have a blue flag, but I, I know what they're asking. There's a blue flag with a yellow stripe. And that it. means get over and let people pass out the way, right? Yeah, that's yeah. A sl for the slow car. We and and, and way, yeah, uh, I'm, when I ordered my flags, I threw that one out and I got an extra checkered flag. But that flag they don't obey the yellow flag so why would i want to wave the blue one and wear my arm out i'll tell you when i threw it away is when a friend of bobby marshall if it was i give a wave over a move over flag to a guy in a sprint car and 
he moved over right in front of Barbara Marshall, and he went over tire all the way down the front straightaway. I thought it killed him. Uh, so the move over flag and and field pots here now he'll tell you it's better not to tell that guy they're even coming. Exactly. And because they've done past him five times in their head, time they get to him, so it's better for them just to zing him, you know, just flam right by him, and because uh, you know you can move move over. Where's he gonna move over to? Right. Well, a prime example, and now I know this ain't on the racing subject, but it pertains to what we're talking about here. It's just like a cop. Half the time they won't turn the lights on if they're speeding down the highway because when you see it in the rearview mirror you panic because you don't know which way to go right you're supposed to go to the right you know what i mean slow down whatever but people they, they don't turn them on half the time and by the time you see them they're gone and that's what we're trying to do with the racing and and i know johnny will tell you he's out there leading and there's a lap car and like lanny said he's already passed him in his head he knows what he's going to do when he gets there and if you tell him, hey, keep your line, here comes the leader, that dude's, they're going to freak out and go, well, is he on the bottom? Is he on the top? Yeah. Is he in the middle? Here, which way do I go, you know? Uh, but, Tiffany Smith says the yellow eye is magical. It has superpowers that make race cars start right up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're exactly right. Always, but always fun. Just so we can, we don't miss it. Who makes the call to throw the black flag? It all depends on who sees it now. Right. There's times that I'll throw it because someone took out somebody else or it looked deliberate or Lanny will call me or, you know, Martin does it at RPM. And, you know, I was going to touch on this. I don't think any racer really goes out to intentionally no. wreck another car. It's just you're driving over your head, dude. Right. You need, you need to check yourself because yeah, there's, uh, you know, that's not racing. That's no rough racing. rough driving uh it's rubbing's racing taking somebody and, out and slamming them, into cars like or, I, or just putting them just that little tap especially dry slick racetrack and you run up there and tap somebody on your rear end well and spin them out well i barely tapped him yeah dude but that's all it takes on a dry slick racetrack and that's not racing Exactly. So, always, uh, always fun. To, you see, and people. That's why I love people texting your questions. You text it in four six nine three five five zero three six two four six nine three five five zero three six two. That is the number to text your question. And Wes Goodwin in with us right now. Uh, of course, Lady Edwards coming up in the seven o'clock hour. Johnny and Phil Pod Junior Driver, the number twelve, the Mister K's appliance number 12 modified we'll talk to him in a little bit but right now we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back it's gonna be more of the dirt talk nation right here on kfny true texas radio at forney family dentistry and orthodontics we want to give you a smile with style at an affordable price get braces for as low as 88 dollars a month join our family of racketeers today we make it fun with exclusive events just for you for added convenience you can have your teeth cleaned at your ortho appointment Give the gift of a beautiful smile for as low as $88 a month. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. 
Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. Forney Embroidery is a full-service embroidery and silk screening business. We offer embroidered silk screen scrubs, golf shirts, work shirts, restaurant uniforms, reflective safety gear, caps, jackets, hoodies, and so much more for virtually any business school or team. Find them on Facebook or online at ForneyEmbroidery.com or just give Crazy Dave a call at 972-636-8379 and let him create you a company logo or work on getting your existing logo applied to garments and promotional products that promote and advertise your business and services offered. That's 972-636-8379. Forney Embroidery is a proud sponsor of TrueTexasRadio.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned into you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Oh, yeah, back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. And this segment is brought to you by Young Ideas. They are the official dish-authorized retailer of KFNY and the Dirt Talk Nation. Dish is bringing you the fight of the year, August 26th, when Floyd Mayweather squares off with Conor McGregor, and you can get it at no additional cost when you sign up for Dish with Young Ideas. That's right. The fight is free if you choose Young Ideas. Just mention promo code MAYWEATHER, and you can sign up for America's Top Package starting at just $49.99. Get the fight for free and get that $49.99 locked in for a full year. Call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150 before Saturday the 26th and do not miss the fight. All right, (laughs) back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. One more segment with our flagman, Wes Goodwin. We got a text in that says, Years ago at Thunderbird, I saw a guy stop on the front straight, get out of his car, and climb the ladder to fight the flagman. Has Wes ever had that happen? (laughs) Uh, Look. Honestly, uh, I've had several uh, hand gestures, but never have I had anybody climb up there. Uh, I welcome it if if they do, but. Look. And now now Lanny's going to get on to me, but. Because I, I will be honest with you, if it ever gets to that point, I come out of the flag stand. Well, look. And, look, look. Yeah, they and, and they frown upon, yeah, they, they frown upon that, but, you know. Uh, look, a couple know. weeks ago, I giggled so hard because there was an issue in the front straightaway with the limited modifieds and a couple of guys wrecked out. And a guy who wasn't on the track, Stephen Neighbors, uh, 
<laughs> jumped across the wall. He was ready to get that dude. And Wes comes. I thought that, I was like, is there a fireman's pole up there? Because Wes <laughs> flew out of that flag stand like nobody's business. He's trying to break it up. And, of course, Steven was really hot about that situation. And he tried to push Wes back. And I was like, oh, that's no. Don't do that. That's not a good idea. Because uh, anybody who's never seen Wes in person, Wes is a massive human being. And oh. I, I'm going to start calling me Clips because when he stands in front of me, the sun disappears. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he just put, he grabs Stephen by the shoulder. I mean, it's all cool. Like I mean, it was over yeah. just a few minutes later. But I was like, oh no, uh, uh-uh. uh, that's not really not. A, and look, in the heat of the moment, people people are really tough in the heat of the moment. But man, that Wes is the last person I'd really start a fight with. I'm I'm not there to fight. No, he's uh, just trying to break it up. But it was funny. Fighter, it was it yeah, was humorous though. Violent person. It was just humorous though because you know. Wes is a look. And it, I I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna answer your question. There, I don't think there is a, a racer at Devil's Bowl or RPM that has enough hair on his ass to get out and stand up in front but, of Wes and start like they well, want to throw a Thanks, fit. Will. Throw no, fist. I have a, I'll have right, sex this weekend. Have, yes! I'll have some big toughs out there. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to bring the video camera then just in case to make sure we yeah. catch that no, on that, video. But that that's not happening in my place. Man. No, we don't play nah. that game. But... Uh, I'd be interested. I'd be interested to see how tough a guy is. I'm look. Wes is how tall are you, Wes? Six five. Six foot five, and you and you go what? I don't want to throw a number out there because I don't want to go. If I go over it, I might get. I might not make it out of the studio. Three forty. All right. So look, six five, three hundred forty pounds, and his hands are the size of my head. All right. Don't 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 start messing with Wes. No, don't. Hey, listen. This this what type of guy is. He calls me. He goes. Hey, ain't gonna make it this weekend. Like, why not? Well, I gotta go to NASCAR and cook. Like, who in the hell? You gotta go to NASCAR <laughs> and, and cook. cook. Your your job is flagging. No, no. I gotta go cook breakfast. Really? <laughs> breakfast? Really? Friggin' breakfast. Uh, but now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Will don't know nothing Tell about him, all this. He don't stuff. know none of this. He don't know anything Tell about him this the story, stuff. man. But now. Make Lana Ross tell tell you who it was for. It don't matter who it's for. You're supposed to be like I got I got to take off, man. I got I got to go. I got to go cook some. Food. Hey, look. No, I'm all about cooking. Hey, I like food. Selling this story is pretty interesting. I was I was the cook for Carl Edwards. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But hey, that's cool. Like I'm I'm not gonna bash on you for it. I just think it's funny. That you, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna be just here because he got to eat free. <laughs> <laughs> No, he was a paying customer. Paying customer. So, what do you do for? What's your What's your real job? You said you had a real job. What's your real job? Oh, it's it's boring. Is it boring? You mine too. I, I build drilling rigs, and not the drilling rigs you see in the ocean. Right. We do surface mining. So, your your ring made out of gold, copper, silver, iron ore, zinc, uranium, whatever. We drill it. Nice. Dragon's glass. Wow. I don't know about yeah, that one. It's, if, yeah, I, that, that tells me right there you don't watch Game of Thrones. It's okay. No. It's no. a great show. You should watch it, though. Lots but, of lots of killing and, and and naked chicks. Oh, goodness. Good show. Well, I had to look that up. Yep. You need to. It's but uh, <laughs> uh, Max Eddie Thomas. I love Max. He was on the show last week. Yeah. He works at the same company I work for. Uh, a past racer, Steve Sickles, that used to race at the bowl. He works there. So there's there's a few racers that were, you know, they work at the company that I want I don't want to say it's my company it's not my company but 
you know, the same place. I got you. I got you. But that's where that's that's what pays my bills. This uh, flagging, that's just it's fun. just for fun. Just for fun. Well, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah, it it announcing's fun when you got to keep up with everything that's going. On. I mean, it it gets wild. It really yeah. gets wild, and um, it, it it's a lot to take in. Especially RPM is a lot to me is a lot easier because I, my eyes can focus on a lot more at one time. At the bowl, you're just like it looks like watching a tennis match, you know. Yeah, you're looking, your head swivels in both directions the entire time. Uh, but RPM, uh, when you have a lot of cars, it can get kind of overwhelming as well because if you go too long without a caution, then you're just like, I don't know where these cars are. The A class yeah. 600 is probably because they don't they don't when they get cautioned, it's usually somebody's upside down or something crazy. I need to find but, a sponsor for a scoreboard for RPM. You know what? I think I got uh, the guy for you. He's really? big into racing. My good buddy, Gary Young at Young Ideas. That I've already talked to him about possibly sponsoring some stuff for next year's race. And he's cool. like, hey, he just wants a, just he wants his, his business out there in common. So would you, if you put the Young Ideas on the side of the school board, man, we can probably make that happen. I'll get you in touch with Gary. He's cool. listening to the show tonight. Gary Young. Yeah, you go, give buddy. Give a call. Yeah, we'll get it squared away. I got you. I'll give you the information uh Gary, I'll text it to you in a little bit. But yeah, he's uh, he sponsors a, a lot of different kinds of racing, and and but uh, I've been around a long time, so it isn't hard for me to look up and find a leader. I cannot be watching a race, and I can watch a race for just a second. I can tell you who the leader is. <laughs> a lot of times, <laughs> he's the fast guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's not hard for me to keep up with, but I can see where somebody that it gets hard, it gets tough. Well, just, I can just think about a score that's looking and writing it. Yeah, what I when I'm up there, I'm like, okay, I'm just following my Dink McCullough 101 book. You ought to, you and sometimes I tell Dink, I'm like, why do you why do you give me incorrect information? He's like, I didn't do it on purpose. And I'm like, I don't think that's true either. <laughs> well, no, it's let like me tell you, really everybody that that thinks it's are going to argue about the scoring or whatever needs to come up and sit down and try it. I'm always looking for new scores. We always need backup scores. So if you want to try it, some people are good at it. I can't write straight so or fast, so I'm not good at it. That's the same thing I say about flagging. All right, and here's here's one. We get this almost every show. We need transponders. Well, That we do, but I don't think I want to. We do that at Chili Bowl, and that's about a, it's a lot of money to keep up with them. You know, I got to hire somebody to work on them, keep them all going and everything. If uh, the racers would buy their own, I think we could probably make that happen. But they're pretty, they're not real expensive. But you don't need one. You don't need two. You're going to need about three of them. And uh, to make sure you have one that works at all times. And they have to be registered with the track. And uh, you have to run that. So it, it's an ordeal. Or I might have to hire somebody to take care of them. You know what I mean? Right. And that's investing in another. And plus, then, then you have to invest in the tracking system, the software that goes with it, and everything else that it's goes with that. It's a very so, expensive deal. And, so, and, and, and just, just because, look, I will tell you this because I've seen it before at other things. Just because there's transponders doesn't mean that scores go away. You have to have no. a backup system always. Is uh it? What, would it be too impractical to have an electronic lineup board for restarts? Yes, it would be very impractical. 
Because you'd have to have a lineup board that features 30 cars at least. Well, no. We run 20 at a time. Okay, 20 at a time. 24, the max. Somebody and, did, Somebody uh, said they'll buy five of them. I know. They'll buy five <laughs> of them for us. And and there's a bunch of racers. Well, there's a bunch of racers that won't. There's a bunch of racers that come from other tracks that don't have them. And uh, so that's another thing i got to keep up with. And, I mean, it, it's coming to that. It's coming to that. So all you car owners probably ought to be looking at that. So, look, guys, uh, obviously. Not next year, but it's coming to that. Yeah, so we're we're getting there. Uh, it's it's just one of those things that has to be practical for all purposes. You got also remember though, but you know, regular scores will not go away. They they will still, still be there. Be, still, still be with the electronics. Yeah. Well, if, you're, well, if you have a power outage, you're right. Uh, always, always a backup glitch. system yeah, in place. Always, always a backup system. A rider in place. Wes, dude, we want to thank you for coming out, man, and uh, appreciate you appreciate having you me. coming in. And we're gonna have some good stuff next week. We got. Uh, Scott Prather and little Clyde Dunn Jr. on the show next week, so that should freaky. be that should be entertaining next week's show. So uh, yeah. you know, we I know you guys tune in and listen and text in all the time, and I love that Wes was like he even knew the text number. Did you go look it up or did you know it ahead of time? No, I knew it ahead of time. See, that's what I'm talking He's about. He's one of them people that say unnamed. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. No, <laughs> no, trust me. I'll put my name on it. <laughs> Wes does, but this is Wes, the flagman. Tell him I said he can kiss my ass. I'm like, oh, well, all right. Then I'll go ahead and transfer that on over. That's why we had the extra monitors. I'll, I'll do that. Lance but, Plant says he's in favor for him, yeah. Old Lance Plant, the Baby Oil Express. Yep. You can smell that car from the entire pit away on one side of the other. I, that's where I know how he, where he pits because I just start sniffing until I find the baby oil. And that's, that's where he's at. <laughs> but Wes, well, Wes, thank you for thank you. coming it. in thank this you. hour. Coming up in the next hour, it is Johnny Phil Pod Jr. That's coming up next. Stay with us right here in the nation. Okay, Evan Watch, True Texas Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Melina Cosby. Do you miss eating foods you love? Are your dentures loose? Tired of yucky paste and glue? At Forney Family Dentistry, we offer implant retained dentures for a confident smile that fits your lifestyle. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. At Forney Family Dentistry, we make your whole family smile. Since 1968, Smiley's Racing Products and Hoosier Tire Southwest have been serving the Dallas-Fort Worth racing community. From race parts to tires, Smiley's is ready to help you get to the checkered flag first. We provide track-tested parts and advice at all five of our store locations, including Kennedale, The Woodlands, Sherman, Oklahoma City, and our main showroom in Mesquite, Texas. If you don't live close to one of our stores, you can order online 24 hours a day at Smiley'sRacing.com or give us a call toll-free at 866-959-7223. Smiley's Racing Products, where we look forward to servicing your race car needs. Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. Some pains really do require a house call, like the pains of glass in your home. 
Call Glass Doctor. If your insulated windows look foggy, temperature changes have affected the seal, allowing moisture in. We needn't replace the entire window, just the insulated glass. Glass Doctor has the prescription for all types of glass, from patio doors to mirrored walls, storefronts, and safety glass. And we're here when you need us with 24-hour emergency service. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your pains. Oh yeah, we are back here in the Dirt Talk Nation, and this segment is brought to you by the world-famous Devil's Bowl Speedway. Join us Saturday night as the best damn dirt track racing around gets back in action with the Texas Outlaw Stock Car Series and our weekly point series racing, including factory stocks, SL Neighbors, Roofing Limited Modifieds, USRA Modifieds, and the South Dallas Battery and Electric IMCA Sprint cars are on the track championship weekend is just four weeks away and it's an all-out dash to be the champ come root on your favorite driver gates open 5 30 race starting at 7 30 get your tickets and more information online at devilsbowl.com all right joining us right now driver of the mr k's appliance number 12 modified johnny phil pod jr hey you know i'm what happened to the blonde hair on top? Did you just get rid of it? What's the deal? Oh, I ain't had blonde hair since I was about four. No, because I'm telling you, it looked like maybe it's just the gray on the side when you got your ball cap on. It looks like you got straight up blonde hair. Yeah, every year my hair keeps getting grayer and grayer. Pretty soon, by the time I'm 40, I'm probably going to have any the way it's going. How long is that away? Oh, uh, just five years. That's what I say, because uh, you actually grew up racing with my wife. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's crazy because was, she was like, wait a minute. And then she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh what, I, carts? Yeah. Run carts. She, they used to run carts together. Yes, sir. Yeah, we all it was all it was about four or five of us that used to race go karts back when we were younger. Like Charlie used to race go karts when we were younger, Michael Price, uh Lil Freaky and Johnny, uh Justin Spurl. There's about five or six of us that yep. all come up through that. 'Cause uh I you know, Katie and Ju- Katie and Justin I, I see Justin on occasion. Uh yeah, man. It used to, she used to say, "Oh, what about this?" And she'd name off all the tracks, and I'm like, "Yep, all those tracks." And uh, she's uh, she loves coming to the races, but she only comes every now and then because it's she works all day. She wants to see the races, but she's so tired by the time seven o'clock rolls around on Saturday. She goes, "I feel like an old lady. Can't go anymore." Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, racing takes a lot out of you, especially this year. I've been running two nights, and then I get a good help and go to work the next day on Saturday, and then you're right back at the track the, night, the next night. So. so what time do you have to be at work? Because, I mean, we've had some late nights on a Friday night. And you, what time you go to work on Saturday? Uh, I was supposed to be there at 8.30. This year has been averaging about 9.30. Luckily, my dad <laughs> gets there. Um, so we're good on it. And then, and if I get if it's a little quiet, we'll take a little nap in there. But it's been all right. Mark Ross says you're my hero. Oh, yeah. Mark Ross, I've been knowing him for, we've been racing together for years upon years. Uh, it's funny because one night I told him all he has to do to win is wear one of my shirts, and he wore it, and he won. So we'll see if he has a comment about that one. <laughs> hey, look, and I said I was going to talk about this next text message we get in. Let's talk about the imo- the important stuff. GZ's dancing. You go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was crazy night. We went and I had some drinks and dinner with her friends from work after I got the race car ready, and she decided she wanted to dance about 9:30. So I it was told wobbling. Her, yeah, she was out there wobbling. I told her to get after it. I was gonna sit there and watch. And then he watched with his camera rolling and then posted on online. So yeah, she's she's wobbling it up in there. And I yeah. just my friend when I walked in there saw her say, Hey, I'm talking about that wobbling business. She's like, I'm not getting on the air. Yeah, she ain't getting on the air. I guess she's too scared in there. She won't come in here. <laughs> But you can look I'll that up. Go in, 
You can go on Johnny Philpot's Facebook page. You can find that dancing video. It's right there. So you guys go check it out. So uh, we all, all of our drivers, we always give them a chance to uh, thank all their sponsors who uh, help making racing each and every week a possibility. So go to that. And then we'll, you go get on with that, and then we'll talk about some more racing stuff. Yeah, well, <clears throat> what well, takes care of the race car to Mr. K's appliance is my dad owns it. It's been a family business 58 years. And then the next sponsor, Gerald's Plumbing, he's the one that, if I had a bad night on Friday night, he'll work on it all day Saturday like he did this last week, and we got it ready about 6. And then that's pretty much the main two that, that do everything. Uh, Gerald, just, he helps a lot. And then I have Joe that helps me at the track. Um, like I said, it's my 17th year racing, so it, it takes a lot to get to the track. People, Most fans want to see wrecks, and they don't realize how much money it takes to repair the cars and the work the next week, you know. So most little kids just love wrecks, and I just don't care I don't, for them. Yeah, I don't care for them either because, A, it makes a lot. Look, when you work at the track, wrecks just make the make the night longer. Uh, and, you know, it's funny because I made the get Since Mark Ross wants to, he says I'll be wearing it this Saturday. He keeps texting in. I, I'm going to call out his little class over at RPM. Man, I'll tell you right now, it has been caution flag central in the factory stock class at RPM. I, I wanted to last week, Martin was so mad because he's like, guys, We've been racing for 40 minutes, and we only got 10 laps down. What is up with that? And so he cut laps off, and it was still 46 minutes feature race, and he was not excited about that. And uh, But nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see caution. Nobody wants to see wrecks. And I definitely don't want to see anybody injured. Um, and, it, you know, the last few weeks we've had, a, at both tracks, we've had some, uh, I guess the word is spectacular, spectacular crashes that thankfully guys walked away from. Uh, because we had, uh, when we did the fireworks night, we had two sprint cars roll head over heels down the front straightaway. Both guys walked away just fine. Uh, last week at the bowl, we had uh, Wally got ran over the top of his car, and he walked away fine. Look, cars can be replaced, and it does suck when you have to go out there and work on it as much as you got to work on it after you wreck. But, you know, you walking away is more important than anybody, anything. You know what I mean? And uh, you... Uh, I love it when you get out there with you in front or you out in the front with you and Clyde because you guys seem to just I don't know what it is about you two but you guys do you, do you try to one up each other every week? Oh, I mean you you try to outrun everybody. Little Clyde's had most people in the modified bested for many years, so he's he sets the bar pretty high. So when you go out the track, you always in the back of your mind see where he's at because him and Troy Taylor they show up. Normally it's one two. You just wonder which one's getting one first and which one's getting second, and then. You know, this year, Dacus has been real good in the Tom series. But, yeah, no. I mean, Clyde's just, he got that car in a roll, and they keep that car going. And it's its always, I guess you say, that's how you, you're aiming for him to try and outrun him. If you outrun him, you know you're in the running for the night. He's had, he he, he kind of drives the car the kind of way you drive the car, dead on the wood, yeah. uh, hard in the corners. Um, and that's the way y'all drive. I have never seen a car lean on the track as hard as y'all lean on it on those modifieds, man. I cannot believe it. I love watching. I thought the Tom's race oh, wow. last week was great. Uh, you know, Dykus won both nights, which uh, uh, which was crazy. Where'd you, where'd you wind up the other night? Uh, at the bowl, I ended up getting eighth the other night, and then Friday night I ended up in the wall. So there wasn't enough cushion <laughs> up there. We need a little bit more water for that water truck. That's what he said. That's what he was telling me earlier. Hey, you started back in the street stocks. I got a funny story. Uh, 2006 street stock champion. Yeah. I always thought you were a plumber. You always thought I was a plumber. Where would you get that one from? Well, you were associated with a certain plumbing deal oh, that sponsored yeah. your car. 
Yeah, yeah. And you were, let me tell you, he's lost a lot of weight. He's looking real good nowadays. And I didn't think, I thought, that big old boy is going to drive that car. How in the hell is he going to get in that car? Well, he got <laughs> in it. And he, and he kept telling me, he said, I need to lose weight. I'm going to lose some weight. And he has. Man, he's looking pretty good now. But, yeah, that, I always thought you were a plumber. And then I figured out, oh, no, they own that appliance store on, down there down the road. Man, I've been by that a thousand times. I never knew they owned that. Yeah. Yep, that's what that's that's where we make our money. It's a pretty good living. Uh, it is. It's a very good living. We we get so many stuff, and that's why I'm so tired. And, you know, we, go, we probably so go through So if you two. need a washer, a dryer, a refrigerator, or anything. You hey, Sherry Garza. I know her washing machine died this morning and flooded their house. So I know I know that happened. Uh, you also got 34 feature wins at the bowl. I got 34. Yeah, 26 in the street stock, four and a modified. But let me tell you, back in the day in that street stock, I don't know if y'all were cheating or what, <laughs> but y'all were tough. Y'all were y'all y'all run up front every night, just damn near. Yeah, I think that was that was 2006 when yeah. I won. I think it was 13 out of 25 or six features, right. and the, the ones I didn't win, just I got to second. It just it, they could start me one night they started me eighth row and i was leading on lap two and they just swore i was cheating got protested it was an interesting year that year <laughs> at rpm speedway there's three weeks of point series racing left to go you are exactly 46 points behind big league jack sarton for the lead so you're second in points at rpm so i was like all right let's go over and look at devil's bowl and you're second in points at the bowl behind Max Eddie Thomas. Uh, you've got, let's see, one, two feature wins at the bowl this year, and you won last week's feature race, or the week before, sorry, la that yeah. was the last feature race that counted towards the points. But you won the last feature race, and uh, it, it literally, like, you do a couple of, the, a couple of those, and poor, look, I'll tell you this about Jack. Before he took the, I've never heard a racer in my life Say, I'm going to downsize my motor because I'm too hooked up. Have you ever heard somebody say that before? No, he had too much motor. Yeah, there's too, you can give it too much motor to RPM because the track ain't nowhere near the surface as it is at Devil's Bowl. Devil's Bowl, you can take all the motor you can give it till it gets dry. RPM, it, you show up, you better have that car a lot tighter. And vice versa, at Devil's Bowl, you better have it a lot freer. You're going to shove off the front of the end of that track up there. Well, he went he went to a smaller motor, and he ran a lot better last week. Than he did the week before, so uh, you know he's trying to he's trying to make sure that you don't catch him in the points. You got three weeks to do it, uh, so uh, you know that's a, so you know who's ahead of you in points when you see his number on the track. You know, let him know what's up. Yeah, I mean, it, it, after you won, a, after you won, I won three championships. After you've done one, one or two, or three, the next year most people don't re realize who won the championships yet. You always want to get as many as you can, but at the end of the day, it, it, it's not really the ultimate goal. The main thing is you want to go to the races and have fun. And uh, not tear up the car, and, and the least work you have to do on it, the better off it is. So. But you don't want to just, you want to be competitive when yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it takes a lot of money to be competitive. It takes a lot of time, a lot of work. When um, A lot of dedication. Yeah. When you, when you first came to the, what was the first dirt track you raced on? Once you got out of cart and started racing like street stocks? Uh, the very first track I ever raced at was at Devil's Bowl. I raced there probably... I don't know, 2001, I raced there all the way till I went to, started racing for drill and is modified at RPM. It was only the second track I ever raced at. And that was probably like, oh, 2012 or 11. So, 
you know, I pretty much cut my teeth to Devil's Ball. I call that my home track. I pretty much know what the track's going to do most nights. Uh, it's just, it's, it's so hard. These cars are so different. The street stock was so easy to drive, and then I went late model at the bowl, and you had a big old tire. It wasn't hard to hook it up. And then the modified is the hardest thing there is to drive. Uh, of what it's I like drove. driving a late model on ice skates. Exactly. <laughs> you got you got half the tire, and the tire's harder, and it, it don't flex, and you you still got to drive the car as hard as you can, but but yet you still you don't want to overdrive it because you'll spin out. So it's, it's it's a tough tough balance there. It's a lot to deal with. I know for you know for the guys who get out there and do it night in and night out, especially when it's you know, you're putting on a fire suit, and a lot of people who if you've never been in a fire suit, man, it, look, it does not breathe. There is no breathing to a fire suit. Uh, it's the middle of the summer in Texas. Uh, we've actually had a mild summer. Knock on wood. We don't want that to change. But man, when it's been 100, 500, 607 degrees out there, and you're trying to get ready to race, and you're inside a race car, man, it does. There's it. it do you, when the race is over, do you go? Look, I don't know if I want to do that again or not. It's a super hot in there. And then you're like, all right, let's go do it. I mean, what is what is it like when you get out of it when you're just scorching hot? Well, I mean, when you get out, once you get to, it gets so hot in the summer, and eventually the fire suit's pretty much just like a wet towel on you, so you, it kind of cools you off. I mean, so it, it doesn't really matter. Once I put my fire suits on, it's on. Um, and on the, actually on the way home, you want to turn the AC down because all of a sudden you feel like you got like something real cold if you didn't change. Uh, but no, I guess I just get used to the heat because I work in it all day. So once you get used to it, you just kind of get used to it. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those. Uh, I don't want to get used to it. It's hot. <laughs> uh, and you know, speaking of speaking of hot, I want to thank just once again our our friends at Forney Air for fixing the air conditioner at the bowl, uh, because it was nice and cool in there last week. Thank you, sir, uh, for that. Uh, so as you as you go through the season, like, so you don't worry about points anymore. It just if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. Doesn't doesn't matter either way, or no, I mean it doesn't really matter either way. You just go every night when you go to the track. You know our goal is to finish top three, and if you finish enough top threes at the end of the year, the points will be there. Um, I mean championships, they're nice to have, but they're not they're not everything. You know, like I said, next year you can go up there and take a poll in the survey of the stands and ask who won championship, and they couldn't tell you. And most people at the, in the pits, not all of them can actually tell you who won it. So, I guess it just don't it don't mean a whole lot to me. But I mean, I, if it'd be nice to win it, but if it happens, it happens, and if it don't, it don't. Uh, Very nice, y'all. It's Johnny Philpot Jr., driver of the Mr. K's Appliance Modified Number no. Twelve. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we'll be more with Johnny Philpot Jr., Lenny Edwards, and of course me, Will Riggs, right here. You're listening to the Nation on KFNY True Texas Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Melina Cosby. Do you miss eating foods you love? Are your dentures loose? Tired of yucky paste and glue? At Forney Family Dentistry, we offer implant retained dentures for a confident smile that fits your lifestyle. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. At Forney Family Dentistry, we make your whole family smile. Some pains really do require a house call, like the pains of glass in your home. Call Glass Doctor. If your insulated windows look foggy, temperature changes have affected the seal, allowing moisture in. We needn't replace the entire window, just the insulated glass. Glass Doctor has the prescription for all types of glass, from patio doors to mirrored walls, storefronts, and safety glass. And we're here when you need us with 24-hour emergency service. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your pains. Oh, yeah. 
Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. Since 1968, Smiley's Racing Products and Hoosier Tire Southwest have been serving the Dallas-Fort Worth racing community. From race parts to tires, Smiley's is ready to help you get to the checkered flag first. We provide track-tested parts and advice at all five of our store locations, including Kennedale, The Woodlands, Sherman, Oklahoma City, and our main showroom in Mesquite, Texas. If you don't live close to one of our stores, you can order online 24 hours a day at Smiley'sRacing.com or give us a call toll-free at 866-959-7223. Smiley's Racing Products, where we look forward to servicing your race car needs. We are back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. The following segment brought to you by Smiley's Racing Products and Hoosier Tire Southwest since 1968. Smiley's Racing Products and Hoosier Tire Southwest has been serving the Dallas-Fort Worth racing community. From race parts to tires, Smiley's ready to help you get to the checkered flag first. We provide track-tested parts and advice at all five of our store locations, including Kennedale, The Woodlands, Sherman, Oklahoma City, and our main showroom in Mesquite, Texas. If you don't live close to one of our stores, you can order online 24 hours a day at smileysracing.com or give us a call toll-free at 866-959-7223. Smiley's Racing Products, where we look forward to servicing your race car needs. Uh, now we're back in the nation. Johnny Philpott Jr., Lenny Edwards, and myself, Will Riggs, all the way up until 8 o'clock tonight. We appreciate you joining us. And, of course, in true S-starter fashion, Wes, good one, Texan. Johnny, do you have a problem with the flagman? Ha-ha. Yeah, and no. then Wes... He texts it in and then stands right outside yeah, the studio waiting to hear the, the answer. Door just to hear the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll leave so you can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're waiting on him to leave so we can talk about it. We were trying to just make stuff up to talk about until he left. So uh, now that he's actually out of the studio, what's up? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't. I mean, me and Wes have always been good. Uh, we never really had any, you know, any problems going around. Uh, like I tell people, you know, if something happens on the track, it's never intentional. Uh, I don't tear up any these equipment on purpose. If stuff happens, racing deal. That's why when, when normally if I even if somebody messed up and ran over me or you know I thought it was intentional, I, I'm just go to my trailer, load up, fix it. You got next week, you know, the next night or whatever. You know, I don't really hold no grudges when I leave the racetrack. It's it's over and done with. You ever been so upset and mad that you went to someone else's pits after a race? No, no, the last time I did that was, I think it was about 05 or 06, and I got barred for two weeks, so I quit doing that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it happens, man. It, it happens. Yeah. Well, because it's like, you know, people like, oh, man, that, that very rarely happens. But I'm like, I've seen it every week since I've worked here, man. Like, the whole season, there's always somebody getting it. Like, well, look, and I get it, man. You're It's a high adrenaline, right. high pressure situation. You, something happens, and you feel like somebody did you wrong, and you're pissed off about it, and you want to go settle it. The man, you know, the the caveman way, and that's all good. But you know, until somebody walks in no, front of you, and that's not good. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, well, it kind of changes your tone once you know my son's about to be four and he's normally at the races, so I don't want him to see me act a fool, and because that's exactly. that's teaching him bad character when he gets older and not you know not being a good sport and everything. So if you go over there, you're gonna go raise cane with somebody over there. Then when he gets older, he thinks that's acceptable, and I'm not gonna put up with that. Right, because next thing you know, you're getting a phone call from the 
school, uh, uh, yes, Mr. Philpod, your son punched a kid in the head. He said that, uh, you know, that's normal behavior, and you're like, ah, crap. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to do all that. That, that ain't, that, that ain't, ain't going to happen with all that. So you got to kind of lead by example. So, you know, you are what you hang around. So yeah, I'd always try to keep it clean as I can. What is the, uh, I like to, because you, know, you always say people like wrecks, people like wrecks. And what is the worst wreck you've ever had in your career? Oh, I think it's about the third night in the late model. I was driving street stock in 06, 06, 07. First year in the late model. It's like third night in it, and I started front row outside. And was, I got a good start, and the guy on the inside, all of a sudden, it was his first night in the late model. And he, he, he hit me in the left rear when I went down in the corner. I hit the inside wall, hit the outside wall, slid off Devil's Bowl, and landed on those freaking barricades right in front of the scoreboard right there. And get out, and it, it told the car and been a rod in the motor. It was totally trash transmitted. There was nothing left of it, basically. There wasn't much left to salvage. And then, uh, Devier, what's the worst injury you've ever experienced for your, personally in a wreck? Uh, on uh, track? I've never never been injured in a wreck. Uh, one time back when I used to get out of the car. We're knocking on wood because uh, we don't want that to happen. Back when I first started racing, I jumped out of the car real mad, and I got my knee, my leg hung in the door bars and tore my ACL on my left knee, but. That that was more self-inflicted. That wasn't really from racing. So it's kind of funny though. When yeah, you look it, back, you're like, God, what a dumbass. Yeah, I got out of the tree stock <laughs> so fast. I got my foot hung, and my whole body was doing a 180, and it, it, my knee went like that. And I was like, my right ACL is torn, and now my left ACL is torn. So um, it's just been one of those deals. But no, I, I've been pretty thankful. I've had a few nasty wrecks, but never never sustained any energy, any injuries uh, from racing. That's always good. And uh, at RPM. How long have you been racing full-time at RPM? Uh, I've raced there three of the last four years because it was closed there for a while. I've raced there three three of the last four or four of the last five years there. Um, it's it's def, it's one it's a hard track to get around. It's definitely different because most of the time the fast lane's on the bottom and then here lately the fast lane's on the top. So you got to be universal because if you're going to pass somebody, you can't just be a one-groove driver. So Yeah, I've noticed that a lot of you guys, uh, you do it, Clyde does it, uh, Jack hates to do it, but he will do it if uh, the line is down low. Jack absolutely hates when there's a restart, when he's hooked up on the top of the track, and he gets stuck on the inside line, and he, it drives him insane because he can't. it takes him a minute to get back to the outside where he can get that top line. But I've seen you where you're running the high line, running the high line, running the high line, but now you're coming up trying to pass somebody, and you, you go straight up low because you know, you've been doing it the whole and then you take the low line for a couple of laps and then you then you jump back to the high i've seen you guys do it multiple times there's there's something to be said for being able to drive both and do you know that you okay when like they were talking about you've seen your you've seen the guy in front of you you've seen how to pass him five times in your head how far ahead down the track do you look I um, mean, you try and look the whole straight away. You pass the lap cars, you, you kind of in your head, you try and figure out where they've been running. They've been running the top or the bottom. You know when you get there, you got to instant, you got to make your choice right then. Uh, normally, I like to pass lap cars on the bottom. I hate passing them on the high side because normally if they're lap cars, you'll just never know. They're kind of all over the place. At least if you're on the bottom, if they do get into it, it normally won't take you out. But if they get you trapped up against the wall up there, it can literally take you out. So I normally try to go lap cars. I always go underneath the bottom of them. I like to set them up for a straightaway. I'll slow down to let them get through the corner because it's hard to pass them through the middle of the corner. You want to be at least even with them when they see you underneath them going to the next corner. So, um, no, I mean, yeah, our team's different. Uh, I've always been a catfisher. I love the bottom. I take the bottom any day of the week. But, some, you know, a lot of times the bottom makes the pass way around RPM, especially on a restart because on the top of one and two you get such a – run coming off the back straightaway 
if you run to the bottom, you have to really be hooked up hard to get off the bottom to be even. Or that guy's going to, you're going to thank your head of him, and he's just going to go shooting by you by two cars coming off the corner. And that happens in turn four, too. I've yeah. noticed that happens a lot in turn four where the leader is going low, and then, you know, like it, you've done it, Clyde's done it, I've seen Jack do it, where they just take the high line, and you never have to let off. So the speed coming out, you know, when you, if you're down low, you get, you know, you're slowing down as you're coming into that corner. You can't carry the speed like the guy taking the high line. He may be taking the longest way around the track, but his speed is so mu- he's, he's on it so heavy. Yeah, it's a momentum. You could, that he just flies out of there, and I've seen you just shoot out of two like nobody's business. Like you be in second place, and you come out of two, and it's just like boom, like a rocket right out of you know turn two. But it happens in turn four as well. It's 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 awesome to watch you guys racing those modifies because y'all are hauling ass. Yeah, yeah, no, because on the top side you do carry a lot of momentum. You probably you probably carried in three or four cars deeper than you do on the bottom. On the bottom you have to you have to really be careful. If you what happens if you overdrive the bottom, you'll slide up in the middle. If you slide up in the middle, especially if it's slick, you ain't getting off the bottom. And that guy, whoever they're gonna be underneath you or going by you on the high side. So it's kind of a different deal. Uh, when I won two weeks ago, luckily the car was free enough to run the bottom, but it was good enough to run up top. So, you know, once I got to Charlie, I just went to the bottom, and we had a heck of a race there for eight or nine laps side by side uh, before that caution come out. But uh, I was definitely faster up top, but I was good enough on the bottom. Just We were just going back and forth, back and forth, you know. Now, you, have, you have to set your car up where it's kind of neutral. Yeah, because up top, if you get your car too tight, what happens when you run up in the cushion, pick up the gas, you'll, you'll see the nose just kind of shove. So you, you kind of have to have a more of a freer car to run both of them. Uh, you can't, you, you have to be real careful using too much brake on the bottom. When Charlie was on the show, uh, one of the guys he looks up to and he said, look, if I can finish in front of that guy, I'm good. He's talking about Troy Taylor. Yeah. Who's that guy for you? Uh, I mean, Troy Taylor's always one to shoot for. Um, whenever he's there, it's always Troy Taylor. And then... Whenever you show up at the bowl here lately, weekly, whenever the little freaky 88 XXX shows up, you know he's one of the cars to beat. Um, pretty much, you know, there's there's three or four guys, and you get there, you kind of look at the board like, I got to worry about this guy, this guy, this guy, and the other guys, uh, you'll be, you know, I'm I'm pretty good. But, no, Troy, Troy's been racing. He can't even tell you how many features he won. I think we asked him the other day, and my dad did, and he's like, I'm not really exactly for sure. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and, and they asked him how many champs himself won. I think he said it was, I don't know, in the 20s or something. But, uh, no, Troy Taylor's been racing, I don't ever since I was, before I was probably born, probably from the 70s, I'm sure, sure it is. Is it, all right, is it your goal to be so successful at racing that when your kid is 16, 17 years old, dad, how many how many feature races you went at the bowl? I don't know. I lost count. I quit counting after a while. Uh, I mean, it'd be nice. I mean, I'm sure once he gets older, uh, I'm sure I'll slow down racing. I don't exactly know. Just I'm not going to let racing take away from his life, I guess you'd say. I mean, he loves coming to the races, don't get me wrong. But eventually, you kind of have a, have a balance between your son and racing. Racing takes up through summertime. You ain't got nothing but racing and work. There's nothing else. Time for anything. I've so, seen a lot of guys stop racing. Yeah. Until the kids got older, especially when they're in them ball, playing ball during them years, and they just quit racing because they're going to tournaments, whatever. So, yeah. uh, so when's he gonna get his first cart? Is the real question. Oh, uh, he, he'd probably be down for it right now. I'm, I'm <laughs> wait till he gets a little bit older. I didn't start racing go karts till I was nine or ten. So, I don't know. He he still he's just not getting him where he gets in the race car. When you crank it up, he'll actually crank it. So he's still he ain't quite there yet. But he loves him some four wheelers and go karts though. So. Uh, well, you know, it's it's in his blood. He sees his dad doing it, and all kids. Right. Uh, wow, Tiffany just texted us because I think Troy Taylor's number is one about 115 features at the Devil's Bowl alone. That's a lot of feature I, I'm races. I'm thinking he's like, he told me the other day how many 
how many chances Walter, I know you're has. listening. <laughs> Walter, look it up for us and send it in. He'll send me one in a minute, probably. Uh, it's a bunch. A but bunch. one of the things I've learned uh, being a dad myself is that, you know, I have daughters, but my youngest daughter, she wants to do everything I do, man. And it's awesome because she's almost 15, so I'm glad that she continues to want to be awesome. Uh, you know, and but uh, look, your boy's going to say, look, dad races cars. I'm going to race cars, too, so. Get ready for that, man. Hey, when Martin played ball, man, I was like, nah, I can't do the races, dude. We got to play ball. <laughs> I wasn't at the races. Oh, my son loves it. I tried it the other day. I need to work on it and wash it. And I, I had Grandma lined up to watch him, and he found out I was going to watch that race car, and it wasn't happening. He hadn't had a nap. He had to go wash the race car. And I was like, I asked him, what number are you going to be when you get older? He's like, I'm going to be a one and a two. I was like, it's 12. He goes, nope, it's a one and a two. I said, okay, it's a one and a two then, buddy. It'll be fine. It'll be a one and a two. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, see, look, man, it's going to be awesome. And uh, before long, we'll be like, well, no Johnny Philpott at the racetrack tonight. His son's racing carts somewhere, so that's what he's doing. Uh, playing ball. Or- playing ball or what? Look, <laughs> LR's trying to get it. Play ball. Just just play ball. Don't well, I, I think baseball teaches some good discipline, man. I really do. I'm I'm a firm baseball. I'm a baseball fanatic. I love baseball, and uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of uh, that. Was my first love, that and Daisy Duke. But uh, we'll teaches some discipline. I man. think everybody loves Daisy Duke. I don't know of anybody that don't, unless you're uh, funny uh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! He said, "Unless you're funny or something." All right, we're gonna talk. More about racing and maybe Daisy Duke. Who knows? We're coming up next year. <laughs> Listen to the nation. It's Letty Edwards. It's Johnny Philpott Jr. and yours truly, Will Riggs. We'll be back with more right here on Kip and Watch, True Texas Radio. At Forney Family Dentistry and Orthodontics, we want to give you a smile with style at an affordable price. Get braces for as low as $88 a month. Join our family of racketeers today. We make it fun with exclusive events just for you. For added convenience, you can have your teeth cleaned at your ortho appointment. Give the gift of a beautiful smile for as low as $88 a month. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. Forney Embroidery is a full-service embroidery and silk screening business. We offer embroidered silk screen scrubs, golf shirts, work shirts, restaurant uniforms, reflective safety gear, caps, jackets, hoodies, and so much more for virtually any business school or team. Find them on Facebook or online at ForneyEmbroidery.com or just give Crazy Dave a call at 972-636-8379 and let him create you a company logo or work on getting your existing logo applied to garments and promotional products that promote and advertise your business and services offered. That's 972-636-8379. Forney Embroidery is a proud sponsor of TrueTexasRadio.com. Hey y'all, this is Will Riggs and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. 
Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned into you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Oh, yeah, back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. This segment brought to you by RPM Speedway in Crandall, Texas. Come out tomorrow night for our weekly points championship race. And only got three weeks left in the season. Who's going to go home on top as the track champion? Well, we're going to find out in three short weeks. But you have to be there to find out in person. Don't be one of those people that has to read about it. Get your butt to RPM Speedway. Gates open at 6 o'clock. Green flag drops at 8.30 tomorrow night. Tickets $12 for adults. Seniors and kids 13 to 15 are just 10 bucks. Kids 12 and under are free. So look, man, if you're a parent and you got two kids that are 12 or under, 24 bucks come out and you can bring your cooler. Check us out tomorrow night at RPM Speedway in Crandall. It's going to be a great night of dirt racing action. Don't miss it. More information online, rpmdirt.com. All right, we've talked a lot of racing. All right, favorite race movie of all time. Uh, There's a lot. Yeah, I, mean, I wish they made a good dirt track racing movie, though. Because it really hadn't been a good one. Well, you know, they made that documentary back at the old boy. No, I'm remember talking about one? a feature yeah, film. I remember that. Yeah. I mean a feature film like Days of Thunder or such. I mean, really, in, in racing movies, Days of Thunder, it's pretty much it's in own, its own league. And after that, there really ain't one. Come on, man. Grace Latin. Ricky Bobby. Oh, yeah, Ricky Bobby. Bob, Ricky Bob, Talladega Nights, man. If you ain't first, you're last. Abracadabra Holmes. No, that was more of a comedy there. But it was was fun stuff, though. I loved it, though. Uh, What was there? another one we talked about, too. But uh, now my brain's not working around on the racing movie. But, yeah, I I want you to win next week and then go Abracadabra Holmes. Abracadabra. Just look at at whoever came in second place. Just go Abracadabra Holmes. That'd be funny to me. Oh, yeah. You got big league, I guarantee he's a scale on his car tonight, probably. <laughs> plan had his on the scales yesterday. Uh, yeah, Plan had yeah, his, plan on, his on the scales yesterday. Uh, my uh, car ain't been on the scales since about not three. I don't scale it. You don't? Nah. We just adjust it. We know how many rounds we put in it, and we got it where it needs to be, and we ain't mess with it. I see. Oh, Tiffany? Yes, Tiffany. Yes, great. Well, Six-pack. Yeah, With that. Kenny Rogers, man, that was a great was good, flick, man. man. Hey, what about uh? You can mess with a car too much, you know. Yeah, that's what we did and last year. yourself out. Yeah. What about Stroker Ace? What about? That was a great racing movie, movie too. That's a good movie. I like I like Burt Reynolds. That's yeah. good. Yeah. My wife never understood why Burt Reynolds was a thing, but. <laughs> Come on, man. Smoking the Bandit. He was cool. He yeah, was smoke, cool. Smoking the Bandit is a good one. I forgot about that one. But, I mean, it wasn't a racing it movie. Wasn't a racing I mean, it was a race against time, really, and cold beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, Stroke Race was great. Ned Beatty was awesome. That was a good movie. I love, matter of fact, I may go home and watch that movie tonight. I love that movie. It's good stuff. I like Jerry Reed in it. Jerry, oh, and, and Smoking the Bandit. Smoking I love Bandit. Jerry Reed. He's hilarious. Snowman. Yeah. Uh, so, we were talking... 
before, you know, uh, my first crush was Daisy Duke. Who's your first real life crush? Oh, that's a tough one. I never really thought about that one. I don't know. I'm interested. He, what's your first crush over here? <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's a couple decades back then. I'm oh, he said, "Wow." Huh? But you know, we're still good friends. Who? My first girlfriend, real girlfriend, real girl. Oh, he's talking about your crush, like movie stars. Yeah. Oh, what's your favorite movie star crush? Yeah, man. Dude. He goes back. He's like Farrah Fawcett. No, Raquel. Uh, Raquel Welch. Yes. She was hot. Yeah. That's back in my day, dude. That's how he's, old I am. He's so. back in my day. But, listen, she's still hot. She's still a gorgeous woman. She yeah, is. She is. And I think that's what I'm saying. We were talking about uh, Linda Carter. Yeah. You know, she was in the. I mean, I, when they remade the Dukes of Hazard movie a few years ago or whatever, uh, she was in that movie with Willie Nel- as Willie Nelson's girlfriend. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah. I think she's got freaking awesome. Uh, but yeah, Linda Carter, Daisy Duke. That's probably my first yeah. two crushes. I mean, she, you know, Heather she, Locklear. Yeah. I used to watch oh, the yeah. Fall Guy all the time. I was like, yeah. Fair Fawcett. They were all there. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to go home and find that one. I'll never forget that one with Daisy Duke where she had that red bikini on. Remember? She suckered them guys and stopped stopping or whatever. Yeah. That, yeah I might have to go home. That's in, that's, I think that. that's in the opening credits of the. That's <laughs> yeah, in the opening credits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Daisy Duke. The dreams of 35 to 45 year olds. <laughs> so. I got an inch and a quarter, inch and a half of rain out there. It could be heavy. It could be heavy? On the heavy, heavy racetrack is the bolt. You like you like heavy. I like heavy. I like using that big old motor I got in there. <laughs> so what – okay. You got so, a chip, man. I hear him on that chip I'm at RPM. That chip. He's like da, 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 all the way down the back stage. I'm like, so I know, I know Martin's no probably – been out there, or he may even be out there right now. Yeah, I think he went back out there a while ago. Yeah. RPM. How's it looking out there? Because the forecast is that wet stuff oh, again. Twenty percent, man. That's every day here. In, yeah, in during Dallas. the summer. But it is. he said it's pretty good. So I all right, good. Because we want you guys to come out and go racing with us tomorrow night. And for those of you who don't know, look, coolers are welcome at uh, at RPM Speedway. We will check your cooler, so don't be trying no to be glass, crazy. No glass. No glass. No whiskey. Uh, and, you know, you can get some brain coke bring here. whiskey, just not in the glass. Yeah, just not in the glass. But uh, we will check it. And what's the, what's the official size of your cooler? Because I've seen guys bring in those rolling uh, man, coolers yeah. that are giant. Yeah, rolling takes three of them to carry it up the grandstand. Yeah. And then when they leave, it's empty. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know. They said it's supposed to be personal is what I was told. But, yeah. I mean, like, well, it depends on the person. I mean, Wes Goodwin's a large man. He well, may use a big, giant some cooler. Some of them guys bring their big, giant coolers, and they put it down in front of the grandstands, and then they sit right there, you know what I mean? Right. So it don't take up any space. But when it gets to taking up space, I'm going to ask you to move them <laughs> if they're that big. You All know right, what I mean? so there you go. I guess if you want to be but the first to get yelled cooler. at and yeah. told to move your cooler out of the way. How much beer can you drink, right? Yeah, well, well evidently, don't ask that question because know, some people may take that as a challenge. Well, let me show you, buddy. Let me bring two eyes to it. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a cool thing. You know, we talked about last week's uh, deal with the, with the Tom series. Uh, how many times have you raced with, raced with the Tom series? Uh, I only normally run with the Tom series when they come to RPM or Devil's Bowl. Uh, I ran with them a few times. went to Mountain Creek last year with them. Um, 
I don't right I don't have a whole lot of time with working six days a week. There's not a whole lot of time for for traveling with the Tom series. Um, it's a good series. It's always clean racing with them. There's not nothing really against them. It's just a lot easier to to go to RPM and Devil's Bowl because you know I work six days a week. So that that makes a big difference in in what you do. This question right here is how much fuel will a modified use on a normal race night? How many? And what fuel do you run? And yes, that's do you a good run one. alcohol, gasoline? Yeah, well, I run alcohol because it's so hard to keep the heat out of the motor at the bowl. Um, I had I have a carburetor either way. Normally at the bowl, if it's locked down, hammer down, you know, 15 lap feature, you'll run burn 10 to 12. Um, if it's real dry, like at RPM, one night I only burnt like three gallons because we couldn't use the gas earlier in the year. We got real slick. Uh, so it just depends on what you do, but. Versus alcohol versus gas, you use, so if it would have been on gas, if you run 10, 12 alcohol, you're going to burn about five or six in gas. And, right. And that that's a big deal, but I've just never been a big fan of the gas. I'd rather the motor, you know, last longer, because especially if you're going to run two nights a week, you don't want to get it hot every night at the bowl. What uh, what does a gallon, do you, do you buy it by the gallon? How do you how do you buy your alcohol? I like I know you get it from what, Smiley's or uh, the tracks? Uh, I just buy it from the track. It's I think it's $4 a gallon at RPM, and it's $3 at, uh, at Devil's Bowl. Uh, I just don't want to have to mess with going and getting a barrel, putting it in the trailer and pumping it out, and it's in, right in your way, and it's just it's just easier to buy it. And then the if DOT stops you, you're supposed to have them flags on there that tells you you're hauling that. Oh, are you? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's right. Dang, I didn't. I never did that, but yeah, though, it's just easier to buy it at the track. Um, just never really been a fan of having the barrel in the trailer. Like I said, you feel like you're driving around with dynamite in there. Right, it, right. You just never know. Uh, way people drive nowadays on the freeway. Who uh, who did you look up to when you were a kid? Like, what driver did you look up to the most when you were coming up? Well, when I was a real when I was real little, see what got me racing's kind of been in my blood for a while because my grandpa had race cars back in the seventies, and that's how my parents met was actually at Thunderbird and a skating rink. And my uncle Bill Edmonds drove for my grandpa uh, back in the seventies at Thunderbird and Buffalo. Uh, Speedway Park and all them tracks, and uh, so that's that's kind of what got me into the racing. Because me and my dad used to love going to races, and and then I got into go karts. So racing kind of goes way back in into our blood, way back when I was little. Nice, nice. If you, his girlfriend's racing blood goes way back too. But she won't get on the microphone because the evidently microphone. she's quote unquote shy. But the video evidence posted on Facebook well, last night yeah. says otherwise. We should have had a we should have had a bar set up. Yeah, Mar <laughs> hey, yeah, if we had a bar set up, we'd probably be good. No, you go back to Margarita Machine or some such. Charlie Brown's her cousin, right? No, uh, Dennis Zimmerman's her cousin. Oh, Dennis Zimmerman's. Oh, there's a Charlie uncle. Brown. He's Charlie a Smith's her cousin. Charlie Smith's cousin. Yeah, the guy parked next to it, RPM and Devil's Bowl. Who else you got in the racing world? Oh, Charlie Smith and the three C. All of those, they're fun. James Ray. Yeah. Yep. She goes way back too. All right, so she ain't new to this. No, she ain't new to the whole racing thing. Look, that's what Martin's deal is. If you ever find a girl that wants to hang out with a racer, stay at the shop all night, go to the racetrack every week, you probably ought to keep her fans. There are not very many of them around. Yeah, no, there's not a whole lot of them around. Uh, you know, if, if you're going to do racing, you got to have somebody that likes racing because it ain't no fun if they're just going to be at home and they don't want nothing to do with it. Tiffany says she's not that very she's not that far along in her dirt track training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eventually, eventually she'll be on here. You, you know, You're still young, Tiff. Talking mm. on it, and it's 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 fun. Now this is being my first year. 
uh, I've gotten to know, like I can look at cars and I know who drives what car. When you, like, when you're in your car, do you, A, do you have a rearview mirror or do you just watch what's in front of you? No, I don't think rearview mirrors are not even allowed. They used to be in the rule books. Yeah, yeah you can't right. have it. Are any of the car, do any of the cars have mirrors? No. No, no rearview mirrors. Nice. I'm just because, saying. hey, do you think there'd be, if they had rearview oh, rear mirrors, there'd, there'd be some nasty wrecks if oh, you had yeah, rearview mirrors. there'd be some bad blocking going on. Yeah, so the, the main gate, main goal then is the only thing you do, that's why I'm not a big into the Hans, you can turn your head about halfway around and just about see back behind you but normally you can hear when somebody's right behind you, you can hear their motor their motor always sounds a little different than yours so you can normally can tell if somebody's right there or not when um when you first won your very first feature race do you know when it was uh yeah it was back at the bowl in 2005 um i think it was actually the, the yeah i think it was i think it won one early in the year then i got barred and then the next the second feature win and the it was funny the same guy that we was having problems with uh I actually passed him on the high side just like I did before. He kept cutting me off. It goes back to the rearview mirrors, and uh, it was kind of revenge. I, when I went by him, I get, told him he was number one and kept on going. Uh, it was pretty funny. It was funny. I had it on video. There's a lot of number one letting people know they're number one goes on the racetrack. It kind of cracks me up, but I'm like, he said he was number one. He just used the wrong finger. That's all. That's, that's why I tell people what happened. Um, when... Uh, how, how many times do you do? Do you know how many times that you've been uh, disqualified after winning a race? Uh, I've never been disqualified after winning a race. I come about the closest I come one week at at Devil's Ball is about three pounds overweight, and that was a little too close to call. But I've never been disqualified from from a race. So, do you worry about the fuel burn off on your weight, or you set your car your weight to weigh no matter if you're empty or what? Oh uh, yeah, they're, no, the car, the car, it's like twenty-four fifty with like a gallon or two in it, so we're right there either way. Uh, we're, 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 we've got plenty. Of, there's plenty of weight. Plus, there's extra fifty pounds hung on it, so uh, I don't have to worry about the the weight deal. Um, that's why we put the fifty pounds because when it was without me in it, empty fuel was only weighed twenty-four hundred this year. So we went and just added fifty pounds and just scaled it with it, so we didn't have to worry about it. I see. What's the uh, what's the weight limit? Twenty-four fifty, isn't it? Yeah, twenty-four fifty on the spec head. Uh, as be more, it cannot be less. Cannot be it, less. But it, it can be more as oh, much. It can be more, yeah. As much as you want more. I mean, obviously, yeah. you don't want it to be more than that. I mean, too much more than that because it slows you down. The more yeah. weight you have, yeah. but it cannot be less than twenty-four fifty right. driver and all. Yeah. Right. Or is that without a driver? Oh, it's with driver. Yeah, it's with driver. Normally, normally between pack and hot lap, you'll you'll pick up a hundred, hundred fifty pounds of mud. So normally, I'm, I'm about twenty-six hundred, but. You just never know. You get a dry night or you get in a wreck, and you just never know what you're liable to lose. So it's better to be safe than sorry. Always want to be on that line. Plus, he, he says his car up once a year. So, <laughs> so yeah, we must figure that out. He scales out. it once a year. Yeah, we, we scaled it. We scaled it for the season. We scaled it about a month in, and we just, you know, Gerald just told me we're not going to make a lot of changes. And, and most generally, the nights we didn't touch it, we ran better. And a few nights we had it too tight. And, we just kind of scaled back on a lot of stuff that we was doing last year, and it's made a difference. All right. So when you scale at the beginning of the year, and then you scale, say, like you said, week, you know, week four or five, what was the difference in the first time you scaled to the second time you scaled? Uh, actually, there was a, it was right within ten pounds. It, it really and triply, it's that MB Customs cars really it really distributes the weight real well, and it don't really change a whole lot. Um, who builds those cars? Uh, it comes from uh, Jimmy Mars racing out of Wisconsin. I see. 
Yeah, so they're big into light models, and they got into modifieds, and so, you know, they're real good people up there, and, and the cars just, you know, and, that, and before this one, I had the Hughes, it was the same way, but the quality of this car is just, it's just crazy. Um, it just makes it a lot easier. I just call up there and order, you know, I'm on my third or fourth body on the year. You just call up there and order a body, and they cut it, and the graphic guy puts it on, they ship it to me, and you bolt it on the car. It just makes it a lot easier cool. that way. So. Y'all, we're going to take one last break. Get your final questions in. 469-355-0362. It's the Young Ideas Text Toy. 469-355-0362. we got about 13 minutes left right here in the Dirt Talk Nation on KFNY, True Texas Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Melina Cosby. Do you miss eating foods you love? Are your dentures loose? Tired of yucky paste and glue? At Forney Family Dentistry, we offer implant-retained dentures. For a confident smile that fits your lifestyle, call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. At Forney Family Dentistry, we make your whole family smile. Some pains really do require a house call, like the pains of glass in your home. Call Glass Doctor. If your insulated windows look foggy, temperature changes have affected the seal, allowing moisture in. We needn't replace the entire window, just the insulated glass. Glass Doctor has the prescription for all types of glass, from patio doors to mirrored walls, storefronts, and safety glass. We're here when you need us with 24-hour emergency service. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your pains. Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. Since 1968, Smiley's Racing Products and Hoosier Tire Southwest have been serving the Dallas-Fort Worth racing community. From race parts to tires, Smiley's is ready to help you get to the checkered flag first. We provide track-tested parts and advice at all five of our store locations, including Kennedale, The Woodlands, Sherman, Oklahoma City, and our main showroom in Mesquite, Texas. If you don't live close to one of our stores, you can order online 24 hours a day at Smiley'sRacing.com or give us a call toll-free at 866-959-7223. Smiley's Racing Products, where we look forward to servicing your race car needs. Oh, yeah, back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. This segment brought to you by Young Ideas, the official dish-authorized retailer of KFNY and the Dirt Talk Nation. This is bringing you the fight of the year, August 26th, when Floyd Mayweather squares off with Conor McGregor. You can get the fight for free. Yeah, for free. The fight is free. All you got to do is choose Young Ideas and switch to Dish Network. Just mention the code MAYWEATHER and you can sign up for America's Top Packages starting at just $49.99 and get the fight for free. So call Young Ideas today. Gary Young and his entire team will get you squared away. 903-560-9150. That's 903-560-9150 before Saturday the 26th. And don't miss the fight. Get Dish Network with Young Ideas. All right, final segment here. Johnny Philpott Jr. with us. We had a question come in when we went to break. How much does a brand-new, race-ready, competitive, modified cost? Now, look, I heard them talking, so whoever asked this question, if you're looking to get into racing, sit down, take a deep (laughs) breath, and then listen to the answer. 
Uh, it all depends on you know what you want. If you want the best of the best, you're looking anywhere from sixty to eighty thousand dollars. Be buying everything brand new. Uh, I mean, if you, you find somebody that already has a race car, you know, once you race it, it, it loses value fast. Uh, but like a new chassis, like I got, it was like twenty-five thousand. That was three years ago, and that's no tires, no wheels, no transmission, no motor. And the motor's twenty thousand, and then you add the fifteen hundred dollar headers, two thousand dollar transmission. You know, and you, you start adding up the twelve hundred dollar carburetor, and you know the pumps, and, the, and this and that. You know, you're if you want everything brand new, you're looking between sixty and eighty, pretty easy. And now you know why. That's not a trailer. That's no spares. No. No, that's just that's just one car, and that's, that's it. Just a race car. Yeah. And now you, and that's why. Look, and when you hear those numbers, that's why I can understand if if somebody feels like somebody intentionally put somebody in the wall. Why that? Look, I can understand why somebody get pretty pissed off about it. Cause man, eighty grand ain't nothing to laugh at. Like that's more than a lot of people make working for an entire year that can be destroyed in one night because somebody wanted to be a jerk on the track. So I can understand the rage behind getting put into the wall or something like that. Uh, but I can also understand the hey, look, you know, cars can be replaced. You know, and, yeah, but and, I, I don't think the guy just. If any guy is stuffing somebody in the wall on purpose, they either got way too much money or they're just... Ain't no, they're or not, not enough sense. Right. Yeah, they don't have enough sense. That's not cool. I mean, it just tears up people's stuff, tear up your stuff, tears up their stuff. And then ultimately at the end, all, all you've done is really create uh, a, problem. a problem and a financial problem for yourself and, uh, and other people. And I've, I've seen a lot of guys come off the bottom and go straight to the wall knowing that this guy's out there, knowing he's going to get a run off the top and not leave him in the room and he gets pinched and into the wall. Usually the guy coming up the track gets turned and his front end goes into the wall and it's the guy that ran into him on the back's fault, which actually it's not the guy on the back. The guy on the inside should have left him some room because he should have known he was coming off the top with a run. Correct? Should have. Johnny? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it happened a few weeks ago. It was pure. I kept getting a run, and I thought I had him cleared, and, you know, Ronnie just didn't see me getting there. And, you know, we knew, you know he knew it was just a racing deal, and it was like the next to you know, last lap, and it just happened. He come out, and, you know, I was getting a run on the top and kept lifting, and I thought he'd seen me there and he did he said he didn't see me it's just one of them things but you know there was no problem we just fixed our car he fixed his car and we were back next week you know are there any days that you ever wake up and go eh, i don't feel like racing tonight uh you don't really ever feel it you know i mean unless you have something you want to do like i had a wedding a few weeks ago and my, my buddy got married and and that night when there's a chance for rain i know lenny worked his tail off all day long <laughs> All day long, I'm at a wedding. I'm like, I'm fixing to have to hurry up and get to the racetrack here. And, it, and then, like, it got rained out. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, now I can enjoy the wedding. You know, I've known him since 98. So, you know, it's kind of a hard deal. Like, I got to go yeah. race. And he goes, I understand. He goes, but I'm praying for rain. I'm like, well, it's, a, it's raining right here. And, and it cost Lanny Ross for the deal. But, uh, you know, it, right. it worked out. Uh, but, no, you, you know, I love racing. Um, sometimes, though, the only thing is when you – you just try and run every night. I don't like missing a night. I mean, you know, it just it, sometimes it wears on you. You know, this year we had a lot of rain outs. There's a lot of nights I wanted to go race that got rained out, and it seems like whenever the car is ready, you want to go race it'll rain out. But then if the car ain't ready, you want to rain. It ain't raining out for nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's it, the, the waiting rain on outs. parts and waiting on rain. <laughs> Neither one I'm having. Yeah, the rain. It's it's been a really wild uh, spring and summer here in Texas because I think it's rained more this year. Like there was a couple years ago. 
I'll say it's like 2014, where it seemed like it just rained. Uh, no, I will tell you, it was 2015 because my wife and I actually ended up getting married in May, as May 16th of 2015. It was the 16th, the 15th and 16th were two of only five days the entire month that it didn't rain. Like it rained the entire stinking month of May. And then into June and July, and I don't think we even topped 95 degrees until the end of July because it rained all the time. It's insane how much rain we've gotten lately. I can't control the rain. Global so. warming and stuff is what I've heard. I don't know. How many knots is it now we got rained out this year six. between the two? At the bowl, it's only oh, six? Uh, between both six tracks. Six at the bowl. I don't know. Three over there, I think. Six and three? It seemed like it's been more than that, but I guess it hadn't it been. It may have. And there's been a couple of weekends where we got rained out, where we raced at RPM, and then we got rained out at the bowl, both. and then it's been nice that so we got rained weeks. out at RPM, and then we raced at the bowl the same yeah. weekend. So, so it's yeah. been a couple of times. But uh, rain out stink because then everybody sits around going, oh, well, now what are we going to do? Because you don't really have plans. Your plan was to go race at the track. Right. And then, oh, we rained out. Well, they, they, if you rained out like uh, hot speedways rained out, Waco's already rained out. So Chase Allen's putting up $100 for any IMSA stock car. They can come up here and run with the factory stocks. Uh, I don't know about the modifieds. I was on the motor grader when he was explaining this to me, so I really <laughs> couldn't hear him. But he's supposed to send it all to Pam. Uh, and I'll have it on the Internet tomorrow. But, yeah, if it rains out, there's a ton of tracks around here. You can run somewhere. Phil, from Phil probably don't like running nowhere but, <laughs> but here in town. But uh, So is that is that wobble and margarita time for you if you get rained out on a Friday and Saturday night? <laughs> not, not not always. It just depends on what's going on, whether I have my son or not. You know, it, it, he, he factors into it. It's always, you know, when I have him, it's it's all about him if we ain't racing. So we'll go to shenanigans or something like that, you know. Where do you, or where do you call home? What town do you call home? Uh, I live in Fate. Fate? Which, yeah, it's yeah. basically Rockwall address, Fate. It's, that's where I call home. Fate's you don't again. know where Fate is? I do. It's where the Chili Mart run. Yeah, I know where Fate is. <laughs> That's the closest beer store for years, man. Yeah, it's the closest yes, beer store Yes, it was. Out yeah, way. yeah. And then uh, there was a there was a go-kart track out in Fate. Really? Yeah. yeah. There used to be back There's in the a, day. It, yeah. It, Fate, and then there was one in Blacklands. And, uh, yeah, trust me, I've heard about all of them. All of them. Every single one my wife has talked about. Every one. <laughs> like, we, when I lived in Mesquite, there was the one right there on Bruton. Uh, right next to where the old uh, drive-in movie theater used to be. Remember the drive-in movie theater got blown away in the tornado in 1984? And, but they're right next to it, they built a, it was like a little rodeo arena kind of deal, and they tore that down. That's where they put that oh, Ball Springs Ball Springs Speedway or yeah. whatnot is what they called it. I remember that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's when they moved it. It used to be next to that, uh, off of what, Seagerville Road? Yeah. Next to that muffler shop's where yep. it was, and then they ran us off from there or whatever. So that's when they moved it to Box Springs. We I got. A, I have a lot of people asking me about putting in a go kart track at RPM. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be it'd be good. It's just you know. It, I, but where would you put it? I don't know. In the infield, I it, guess. I don't know. That would be awkward. Be too big a track for a go kart, though. Yeah, the track itself would be, yeah. but. Uh, yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I've had people ask about it uh, as well. The go karts and uh, you just put in the pit right there and make just go make them go around the the pit grandstand, the concession stand, stand right there. Right that there, way that you already have, stand, dude, to make, yeah, have the parents right, in the middle right, right there. Just have them go around right there. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, could always uh, be fun. Uh, no. But uh, 
As we get ready to close, we got about a minute and a half left. I want to thank Johnny Philpot Jr. for coming out and uh, spending uh, the show with us. Next week, we're going to have a good show. We got uh, Scott Prather, driver of the 22, limited modified. And then, of course, we're going to have a little freaky Clyde Dunn Jr., driver of the 88 Triple X, who, by the way, by the time the races ended last week, he was just 88 because the right side of his car got ripped off <laughs> twice. And, uh,. He's, that's the only panel we, he had left in his trailer. We have the uh, Outlaw Street Stocks with us this week. We do. The Texas, uh, was it the Texas the Outlaw, Outlaw Stock Car Stocks. Series. Yeah, Stock Car Series. Will be with us tomorrow, uh, Saturday night, sorry, at Devil's Bowl Speedway. So all you guys right. come on out. Gates open at 530. Racing gets started at 730. You can get all your ticket information online at devilsbowl.com. If you want to reserve your tickets, you just call the box office. Miss Beverly would be glad to fix you up. So, we want to thank Wes Goodwin. We always want to thank... Mr. Lenny Edwards for coming in and and kind of helping co-host this gig each and every week. It's always fun times. I appreciate it. We'll be back with more racing, obviously. Thank you, Johnny. This weekend, more race talk. Next Thursday night, like I said, it's going to be Clyde Dunn Jr., Scott Prather. They'll be live in studio with us next week. So join us each and every week right here on the Dirt Talk Nation, brought to you by our good friends at Smiley's Racing Products at Young Ideas, your authorized Dish Network retailer, RPM Speedway, Devil's Bowl Speedway. Join us again next week. This is Will Riggs for Lenny Edwards for Wes Goodwin for Johnny Philpott Jr. We'll see you next week, and we thank you for your time. And until next time, so long, everybody.